I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Robot's going through a hard case of puberty and has the hot out and really wants a kiss. Goes through dire lengths to become a prepubescent teenager. Hey, what's up, nerdies? English Dave came with my co-host, the American Yank. Hey. Coast to coast, coming at you once again. Right, right. We're coming at you guys. We're here to talk episode seven of Invincible, an ultimate episode. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Invincible. It's titled. Invincible. It's titled, We Need to Talk. Uh, Some talking happens. Some. Some. Uh, Some synopsis is as follows. Feeling lost and confused. Mark looks for a device from Eve, and at the same time, everyone's looking for him. Mark's looking for Eve. People look for Mark. Everyone's looking for everyone. People, what are trying you gonna to, people are trying to stop people from looking for other people. You know, that's a real barn burner of a situation. Right, right. Um, I think this was a better episode than last week. I think last week was a dip. Um, something yeah. that you said, Travis, accidentally, but it ended up kind of happening. True, because you made a mistake and thought, "Hey, I thought." Uh, uh, um, Amber knew that Eve had powers, so how did she not figure out that Mark has powers? That's she's an idiot. And I was like, she doesn't know that Eve has powers. But we found out this week, it doesn't matter. She's still smart because she figured that Mark had powers. Yes, right. that was a that was a big right. relief. Thank you. Right. I will take I will take credit for that partial correct theory. <laughs> uh, yes, it was actually really nice to see that. That was actually kind of really cathartic to not just have the damsel in distress, you know, motif. That was good. So, and it was fitting to the character too. You know, like they never played her dumb. No, um, they played her complacent maybe at points, but like you never got the impression that she was the, uh, you know, the the airy the airhead basically mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. so i like that that was good and i i like again subverting of 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 what we of tropes that we're used to especially those of us who have filled our childhood and adulthood with comic book narratives usually you know when the superhero tells their their significant other or their best friend or family member that hey i'm actually the superhero it's usually oh okay that makes so much sense. All is forgiven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. what Mark thought. Again, playing on t- on, on this uh, theme that we've talked to- talked about throughout this entire series, Mark had his mindset for what he thinks superhero life is going to be like, which is mm-hmm. the, 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 the cliche that we all know, which is like, you know, things like this. If I tell my girlfriend that I'm a superhero, she forgive everything, right? <laughs> Even his Mark reaction. Face. The, the, the Mark face in the background is iconic by now. Right, right. It truly is embolizing like Mark's worldview. Right. I do like that though. So like um I'm glad that they gave us that that uh that closure, if you will, of her knowing. Didn't need to take seven episodes. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Could have dealt with it two episodes ago. But I'm glad that they got through it. And yes, I agree with you is that we have grown up on these tropes. And when you, this is kind of like where I, te- this is my like first uh, filter of like, of, of seeing if I like a show is like, you can set up for obvious tropes, but if you find a unique way of dealing with them, that's fine because. When I first see the obvious trope set up, it kind of kills you inside. You're like, Ugh, 
my god it, it, it's it's the classic um origin story you know motif it's like mm-hmm. I'm, I want to like this character, but I got to go through all this stuff. And, uh, and, and so I like when they take something and kind of like, you know, are smarter than you in some ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode again pulls off of last episode where Debbie kind of figured out what was happening with Nolan. And, you know, she, she wanted to believe Nolan was working against his wishes. You know, when she says to him, you know, was anyone making you do this? You know, were you controlled? Again, this is something that people yeah, have touched on all before. The outs. Yeah, all the outs. I mean, you would. You spend, you know, the best part of your your, your life with this man. You, you start a family. Why wouldn't you believe? You thought you knew him, you know. And this this episode for her as well is that realization, like, oh shit, I didn't really know my husband. Like when 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 uh uh, uh the hammers brought down on him, right? And she gets mad and like, <laughs> <laughs> how could how could you? And it could take him down for a few hours. It's like, or do absolutely nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. That, that and so let's talk for a minute just the superhero-ness of this, the epic. Okay. okay. The epic part of this episode. Um, the fighting and the sheer, you know, they brought back that feeling that you got in the first episode mm-hmm. when he kicks the piss out of all his buddies. I think this was the this is the most you know this is the other episode I'd say that just brought this back this engagement of like this world where you felt like you were in kind of something new. Um, I mean, the sheer power that they have going that hammer was sweet. Like right, right. especially dropping like tactical nukes on Earth to get this guy down, <laughs> killing you know? everything in sight, like all the animals. Yeah. it's worth it. You know, and what I like about the that birds dropping from right? the air, like <laughs> just get taken out. What I like about that as well is it's a, it does a good job of also showing us character through Nolan, right? Because mm-hmm. when the first hammer comes down, Nolan's like, you wouldn't dare. Like, yeah. that kind of like, what? Do you know who I am? Like, he's insulted that you tried. <laughs> like... that, but I think he also understands the capabilities of Cecil. Like, he kind of sees Cecil as a I don't know if even Noel would ever say equal, but I think he at least regards him as a peer, maybe. You know, like, you know, Cecil had no problem, you know, going in and out, dodging him, which is pretty cool. And I like that moment when, like, he was quick and just right. barely got him, right? He's like, ooh. When the first time was like, damn, straight for the throat? I thought we knew each other. Yeah. So, like, that, you know, it was actually a very interesting a medium uh to kind of like give you an insight of their past very vaguely you know like mm-hmm. there there is some mutual respect there um as much as i guess no one can give to someone that he you know obviously doesn't see anyone on this planet as his mm-hmm. equal um and and so i think that cecil you know and i think it's grounded cecil too like mm-hmm. when um when deb's like you know this is why I hate you. And he goes, this is why I hate me too. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it, it, that grounds a character. Like, okay, this guy has to make the tough, he's the tough decision maker that's going yeah. to actually have to make these decisions. And, and I like that because um, she, she mentions that in, in relating to when he brings up, hey, Mark's going to be, have to, might have to be the one that takes your, your husband down. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it all. Is it might have to come down to your husband versus your son. 
because we can't think of anything yeah. else. <laughs> exactly. That is, is, that is that is that's it. But that's it for anyone out there. Like, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. an insane mm-hmm. predicament. There's no winning there for her, mm-hmm. even though she probably is probably is wishing for Nolan because mm-hmm. she traded sides pretty quickly. Granted, she made a decisive decision and was in it, you know, pretty much right away. But uh, yeah, that that played they played that scene well. That was a gripping gripping uh, scene right there. You know, especially when he shows us what Omni-Man is doing, that threat building up, starting from in his house when he realizes the soldiers were there. Yeah. Yeah, And this guy just takes them all out. I was like, holy shit. You know, when he puts the gun through one's face, splits one in half on the table, twists the other woman who's still alive, crawling on the the pavement. And then Donald, our boy Donald. Donnie. You know what? He reminds you of Agent Coulson, I feel. He's got that yes. coarseness where you think he's just dopey, but when it came to it, he can kind of fight and take care of himself, though against an overpowered superhuman being, that doesn't mean anything. But he right. went down a soldier. Buck went down in flames. RIP to our boy Donald. Right, right. He, he did a, whatever he could. He did. You know, he was a well-written character, probably said he had less than 40 words all the time. He was, he, he was the dirty work. I mean, everyone needs a Donald. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Everyone does need a Donald. And again, continue with 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 Nolan's kind of um, um, the fear of him when he when he meets William. You know, William just finds out that he's he's his best friend's dad, and then to meet him and like that, and just like I don't know that sequence. I was scared for William. I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> like when he just smashes the car, where is he? I was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Tell mm-hmm. him, William, if you don't know, just lie to him. Tell him so you get out of there so you don't die because I don't want you to die, William. Damn. <laughs> that, was, that was a good scene. That, I still think that if no one makes it to season two, he just, he doesn't, they haven't shown, he, there's more to him. I know there's more to him. I want to. I, this is going to be my favorite, I think, storyline episode coming up. Because it has to be, I guess. Like, I gotta know why he's the, the big why is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they made, they definitely did a great job setting him up. Mm-hmm. He looks like a real threat. Um, and, and I like how they used the, the juxtaposition of um, everyone getting the alerts on their phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's fighting, like, you know, whatever that monster's name is called, like, they fought him last year, and yeah, he somehow yeah. come back, and he's hopped up on drugs. He's, he's, he's <laughs> like pain. His pain receptors have been taken away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like I like that fight. That fight was done well, you know, especially in animation to kind of showcase this giant, essentially, uh, 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 what's it called, the kaiju versus mm. versus a, a human sized super powered person. You know, that mm-hmm. was, I thought that was very, very well done. But one thing we got. Uh, we got another mystery that was solved. Uh, let's kind of mm. take, it, take it back a bit uh, with uh, what Robot was doing with the Mauler twins. Mm. Uh, you know, in terms of what that whole cloning was about. Turns out there was nothing nefarious in terms of outward, like obviously nefarious uh, evolved. He just wanted to get his body back. Robot was a person before. Throughout this whole season, the whole rhetoric has been, oh, you're just a robot. What would you know? But Robot is a person. That robot we've been seeing is a drone. What did you think of the whole robot storyline? And then, you know, just the way, I don't know. That, I like that because 
it was a good way to have us fully understand what the Molar Twins are. Yeah, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Robot's going through a hard case of puberty and has the hot out and really wants a kiss. Goes through dire lengths to become a prepubescent teenager. Rex uh, specifically. Rex. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, the guy picks up the cues. Um, it's I, I actually like that, and uh, I liked just the the little end when. Um, they kind of explain kind of the duality of the procedure mm-hmm. where, you know, they, they don't know which was which. Although it's not, it's not it transference. Was, it's a copy. Right. Right. And I thought it was funny where they're like, well, in your case, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then, I mean, Hey, robot is like, uh, I don't know. I guess we could take him as like, uh, the deceptive, but honorable, Mm-hmm. guy because he's like y'all are going back to jail like yeah right <laughs> you know so i guess his heart is in the right place i mean hey look he's a helpless romantic love will find a way don't you know like, love will find a way i mean and I, it, I like that and it seems like like a monster girl she's kind of at first she's waited out but now she's like no you know, yeah. I mean, I may not mind this. I may not mind this. Yeah, I, I did enjoy how like the whole team's like, dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> what are you doing? That's weird. Especially Rex. He's just like, he's like, my childhood was already fucked up enough. I don't need yeah. you adding to it. <laughs> yes, I thought that was very funny that they kind of, uh, I mean, they, they asked the obvious. They said the obvious. Like, yeah, after waiting, think about, it, I was like, dude, that is kind of really bizarre. Like, what? <laughs> one touch i did appreciate and that it wasn't drawn out into this big dramatic thing it seems like uh one black samson's powers have come back so that's confirmed can what can we confirm what those powers are like that seems like the biggest question mark i hope he turns into that kaiju (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm assuming I'm assuming there's some invulnerability, like strength, speed, just base that, that basic stuff. Nothing superhuman, but just stronger. But I did like the idea that he and Rex are seemingly like cool with each other now because they kind of like had this kind of love hate relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. They even had banter this episode. It wasn't just like this constant actual fighting, you know. I like that that didn't become a thing. They may have started off uh, uh, um, kind of button heads. But it's like, okay, behind the scenes, almost like it, it almost tells you that things happen between episodes. Yeah. We didn't need to see them make up. We just know that they're kind of cool with each other now. It's, it's yeah, funny. sure. You know, I appreciated that. And I like the moment when uh, they were told to hold tight so that they're the backup just in case. And then Rex yeah. is like, um, wait, what? <laughs> he sees the blood yeah. stain. It's like, I'm pretty sure they were the last backup. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, the, the guardians have been rather chummy um for most of the series but i would love if like the first scene tomorrow there's like this almost like you're catching that moment before you know the allies hit the beaches of normandy and you're like Mm -hmm. i we're going up against something and Mm -hmm. i could be you know like this could be something really really scary and so i'd like to kind of i think i'd be cool if they did that because like they kind of hinted at that they're like mm-hmm. you guys are in the real place like you're it you, this is your job like this is the you know we hit him with everything we could you're the backup and these guys get to recognize that all right well that was the backup mm-hmm. um and i mean can, that's sometimes you can die 
fuck yeah. And I mean, dude, the last time we saw them in action, they got their asses whooped. Yep. yep. You know, like, we still don't know if they can, you know, I think that you're right. I think we're supposed to assume that not only are they making up, but they're also, like, doing so in, uh, in kind of, like, a, a, a team-like fashion. But, like, Monster Girl just got there, like, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And now... And now robot, and I will say I really like like the dynamics of robot's powers. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he can still mm-hmm. control mm-hmm. the other bodies. I was like, so what's this kid gonna do now? I was like, he can call, you know, my big friendly giant at any point to go right. eat some other fire. So he just to make sure don't get too cocky and keep your body not guarded because the Mauler twins almost got him. I like that sequence yeah. when they were like throwing the pieces together. That was cool. Yeah. Very inventive sequence. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of the Morland Twins, um, also their plan to bring back Immortal. It happened. We spoke about that, that his name is Immortal. Of course, he has to come back somehow. Wicked fucking smack. I, I, I love that. Brought him back and savagely just joins the fight. Just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yes, very, very, um, very He-Man of him. I, I honestly, you know, uh, I would take a, uh, like a mini series, three episodes of just him going yeah, through yeah. the ages. Because we saw the flashbacks. Saw man, they, yeah, I was like, was this all that man, the barbarians, and like, and then he'll <laughs> like, okay, give me three episodes of this. Like I'm in. Assassin's Creed style, where you're jumping through. <laughs> yeah, or like, uh, or like Wolverine montage. Yeah, true. Like going, you know, like that's all Del So I did like, and yeah, you're right. He went straight berserker mode, oh, and you could feel it too. So that's what like they did a great job. This is you know, shout out to the animation, the sound. Um, because they make you feel force, they mm-hmm. make you feel power, and they make you really feel um, pain and anger. Like when that man woke up, he was, just, you know, just like yeah. crazy, just went nuts. I, yeah, I agree. I think it was done really well. Even um, when uh, when we we called it last week, when uh, the cyborgs were sent. You know, that fight, he really felt the savagery of the side. We're trying to eat his mm-hmm. face. They're trying to eat him. They're like, <laughs> I thought that was really yeah. well done. You know, especially because we know how strong these cyborgs can be. Yes, Nolan's stronger, but I think it's not just strength. They bring the savagery to them. You know, it's right. You get, <laughs> it's you different. Few of those, you got a few more than three right. you know, going that way. And, and then, you know, another savage drop that they just say casually. Like, Cecil's like, oh, yeah, these are basically zombie. Mm-hmm. Soldiers, Robot soldiers that right. can serve their country one more time. It's like that is beyond <laughs> fucked up, right? <laughs> he, again, he has to do those things. Again, he mentioned you know he doesn't want to be that guy. Sometimes you yeah. have to be that guy, you know. Yeah. Especially bringing in the guy. Um. Again, we what's his character? I forget his name. That's how much we didn't care about him. But the fact that he was still there with a broken jaw. <laughs> yeah. After last week. Again, Same nice touch to have him there. Like yeah, something, yeah. something like that. No, but again, that's a you know. I guess that we're having, I'm having a bit premature, like, uh, um, thoughts of like spinoffs, but like, I would also take a short story of like Cecil growing up in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. how did he get to that position? Mm-hmm. Who taught you? And He's like the Nick Fury of their, like, of their universe, right? Yeah. But if Nick Fury had like absolutely no conscience. Yes. And full power. Yeah. Like, this, he's not, power. he's not answering to anyone. He, like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> Just no conscience, full power, Batman ideology of like, if I need to take out Hawkeye in Manhattan, like I'm doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, you know, there's no bureaucracy involved. 
you know. No, I mean, if, if, Cecil were, if Cecil were in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the government, he would have nuked Manhattan. Right? <laughs> Straight up. Done. Straight up. Done. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I mean, this was a really restorative episode. Um, I even kind of, you know, Mark wasn't a huge point of it, but he and um, Adam Eve had a, uh, you know, a nice little cathartic thing. And I will say this about uh, Adam Eve. You know, she's kind of flimsy about this superhero thing. She could make a killing off of Airbnb. <laughs> right? Anything you want. You can have personalized Airbnb. How do you want your house? I'll make it happen. However yeah, you want it. Where and when, and I'll fly you concierge service. Like, she yeah. could make a killing. I, I, I did like that through Mark. Again, this whole C series has been looking at Mark through the lens of this is what I think superheroics are going to be like. And then he realizes, nope, it's nothing like I thought. So the first thing he wants to do is quit. Like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And I like, I like that Eve is that person to remind him like, what the hell? Like, no, there's so much more to being, to having these powers. There's that responsibility to it. And some, yes, I said, I was going to quit this life, but if someone needs to be helped, I hear a loud noise. I'm going to go and help. Like, I'm not going to just stand back. And, and again, I, I, I like, that he's scared to hear the truth. He runs away from William when William's telling him the truth. You know, he doesn't want to hear the truth from 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 uh, um, uh, from Eve. And so, until he realizes and sees the full truth again, the episode's called "We Need to Talk." When he notices his dad, after trying to help his dad, thinking his dad's being attacked, sees his dad just kill uh, uh, the immortal again, and then realizing mm -hmm. dad and dad's just like, "We need to talk." And I think this is when. <laughs> Mark's finally realizing, Mark, you've been blind this whole time. This is the reality. He's gonna like I feel like this hit will be more powerful than any punch he's ever had. Yes, and <laughs> uh yes, and and to just interrogate that a little bit more is we see how naive Mark is, and he's mm -hmm. still his father's son. He idolizes his powers. Mm -hmm. He never thought his father was in the wrong. You know, it's it's I think that it's predictable to think that he's going to get a sympathetic look at what his father did. Um, and then, you know, I think we're expecting that then they're going to have a, a nice punch up after that. Uh, but I, I, I do, um, I don't know. It's very much up in the air. Like, there's a lot of loose ends and I'm, I'm actually very much more excited about how the conversation is going to go. It's a bad situation. What's interesting I, I like is that, you know, just going back to the beginning of the episode, it starts off with Nolan practicing the speech to his son. Yeah. It's yeah. like Nolan actually cares. So it's like, but this guy, he's a murder. Again, I know some of, I know more, so I'm not going to go into it. But that's what I like about what they're doing here is that it's not like, oh, he's a serial killer or an evil man and just evil, evil, evil. And he's going to be like, well, fuck you, son. I'm evil. You're going to do what I say. You know, like yeah. he's not, he doesn't seem to want to force whatever his truth is to his son because he cares about what his son thinks he can you know, practicing a speech to himself to, like that means he cares about his son's response you know right. and, and and again i'm interested i know where it goes in the comics but i'm interested to see how it plays out here because obviously sometimes you take in a different approach uh, and yeah. so because it's like so whatever his reasoning is he wants his son to understand and it's like how Right, right. <laughs> you know. And I wonder what factors into all that because in the beginning of the season, we were in clear that he 
supported his son having powers or felt like mm-hmm. now it was uh, an obligation because they did appear. Like it seemed like he was preparing for his son not to get these and mm-hmm. now that they did. And so, you know, and he took a very lazy affair type of, you know, and he taught him how to fly and punch all that. I would see him getting his ass up and his dad's watching that. Um, so, you know, like there's clearly a reason that no one believes he had to do things. Mm-hmm. And we are in the dark to know if those reasons are good or not. We only get to see the aggression. Um, but he feels they're justifiable enough to have a conversation with his son, thinking his right. son would be like, okay, cool, I get it. <laughs> you know? And, and being, having to be prepared to be like, yo, if I alienate my kid, you know, super bad right now, mm-hmm. uh, harsh, harsh scenario. Uh, I'm very excited to see what the reveals are and just to see your reaction. Again, there's some parts of the narrative that I know for sure they're going to bring in the story just because it's so crucial to the story. The just difference is how. And when, mm-hmm. that, re- when that reveal happens... I want to see a reaction because for me, because I know it, it's, it's telegraphed so much like episode one and two telegraphed it so much. And I, I almost spoiled it for you. Cause I thought, Oh, everyone knows it now. And I realized, wait, yeah. no, everyone doesn't know it. Holy shit. This is really good. Okay. Again, I had better for hindsight. You, I'm going to show you my reaction right now. It's going to be. <laughs> no, it's going to be the, the, the mock reaction behind you. <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's gonna be that. <laughs> okay, here, here's my my bold predictions. All right, here. Go. Okay, go. Our man, our spaceman's gonna come back for some comedic relief at the end. Oh, <laughs> all right. That's my gag react. That's my okay. quick comedic reaction. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, nerdies. Nerdies, what are your theories? What do you think of the show so far? Have you read the comic book? What are your comparisons? Anything, just find us on social Would you media. rent the Airbnb from, from Adam Eve? Send us your send us your favorite mark face. Your best yeah. mark faces. Uh, uh, uh. It's, it's right there with the Eli Manning face for all you NFL fans. <laughs> just, it's fantastic. The best mark faces. You'll get a prize. Trust me. You, you get one. The best one, I'll send a prize to you. You're going to get the background of the <laughs> <our> space. <laughs> On that note, thank you, Mr. American Yank. My pleasure, English. My name is English Dave. This has been a review of episode seven of Invincible, available now on Amazon Prime. And as always, Trav, keep it nerdy.